0: Hello, oh, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox movies, TV, games, whatever. I am Jordan, with me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? I'm whatever. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the show. Aren't we,
0: aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all whatever? And
1: yeah, this... I've got some whatever for oh. you, Jordan.
0: <laughs> Give me that whatever, you know. <laughs> you know I love I love the whatever that you bring.
1: <laughs> I have been doing some Silly cooking. Here we are back on food again. Last week we went on a rant about what food, we do. but I don't know. I mean, you know, spending a lot more time at home. I mean, a lot of stuff is open and everything. It's yeah. just, I don't know. You can't travel. I don't know. Just in general. Still spending more time at home. So, I mean, you had kind of talked about it. I feel like when you spend time at home, you end up just <laughs> like messing around with stuff. You're you just eat.
0: fiddling, Luke, and that fiddling <laughs> extends into the kitchen, so... I'm
1: blanking on the name of the thing. That's one of the reasons I'm fiddling for time. Um <laughs> it's it's the Disney stuff. It's uh the Dole Whip. Oh. So so there is you know, I, I just I like Dole Whip in general. I mean, I would say most people probably do as well. Basically it's just frozen like fruit juice for those who haven't been to Disney or I don't know, Universal. I think it's at a bunch yeah, of Yeah, I think I think so. It was actually it was at um Holiday World which I went to with um, our mutual friend Jason up in Indiana. They had they had it up there and I think that was actually the first time I'd, I'd had it. I I just I hadn't had it at Disney yet at that point. Um, but so I am in the process of attempting to make it on my own here at the house. Ooh. So I was just before this slicing up <laughs> limes and figuring out that I think it is considerably more difficult to peel a lime than it is to peel a orange. Yeah. Because I just had a time of it. (laughs) I figured out that first, if you peel it whole, that is much harder than if you slice it up into like a normal like orange slice Uh size and then like peel it that way. Much easier. So would you just like you
0: stuck your knife into the lime and tried to like kind of just cut the rind off of it?
1: I I tried. At first, I tried to just like make a little cut and then just like open it up with my fingers. That's not happening. It's too small. (laughs) It's too dense. So you cut that puppy up into little slices and then you work that edge and you just rip it off like you're doing what's it what's the rock star game oh red dead redemption oh when he's like peeling the rabbits he's <laughs> like take so oh yeah i just
0: rip yeah that final whoop. Just,
1: instead of like the knife and slowly
0: like whoosh. uh pyramid head from just uh from silent hill <laughs> skin goes right yeah up.
1: exactly this is getting more and more disgusting <laughs> the more metaphors we're coming up you know. with But basically, yeah. So I had to peel some uh, limes and now I'm freezing them. So the uh, recipe that this lady had, it's just some lady. She's had like almost the same um, Dole Whip, lime Dole Whip, I think was the name of her recipe or something silly like that. Basically, yeah, like I I did it close. But so it's honey, I guess, for the sweetener, it's almond milk, frozen limes, lime juice, and I want to say lemon juice as well. And then she said like she she suggested you uh, garnish it with like you know like grated lime. So much citrus. I don't know.
0: Goodness gracious. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: But uh I've got some really good honey I got down in Plant City. So I'm excited. All
0: right, you got to so. let me try some of that crap.
1: We'll see how what how the old Blendtec handles handles I can't that believe mix. you have a
0: Blendtec. <laughs> it's just I keep forgetting.
1: It's really a dream come true. I mean, know? they didn't A childhood <laughs> dream come true. I mean,
0: really, it is for me, for you to have a blend tech as well after all those Will it blend videos that we've watched we should do
1: i'm excited for you to have one jordan
0: <laughs> oh one can only dream to be blending my uh, every every time i get a new iphone i'll blend the, the old one. Oh god <laughs> well hey amber what will it blend that is the question what are you doing what are you doing iphone 12 stop, stop, no! no this is just the
1: pro max don't worry
0: <laughs> iphone dust watch out for that Oh, don't, <laughs> don't breathe that, that in. in.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm excited! I'm excited for my lime dole Whip. I, I'm excited for <laughs> you,
0: Luke. That's just that's just great. I'll tell
1: you if it's worth trying.
0: Please do. You have to share it next week on the podcast. It's the only way it will work. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so I guess we'll go into what we've been watching last minute. It's actually we've been reco- we recorded. A little bit of a shorter duration than we usually do. It's been only a few days since yep. our last recording. So we've done this less. section. It's a holiday weekend. Holiday weekend. We got plans, guys. We got plans. We're just like, come on, what else?
1: <laughs> so probably something crazy will happen over the weekend.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I don't know. Probably not. But
0: I did it, guys. I earned the PlayStation 5. I freaking did it. It happened. Oh, man. Oh, man. I keep... I keep crazy. wondering if it's going to, like, if I'm going to get the email live on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <man. gasps> Hold on, everyone! <laughs> you just hear the <laughs> manic.
1: I, I do have to say, I've started to step up my uh, Xbox pursuit. What, have you, what are you doing? <laughs> so I'm just, I'm Googling Xbox more often throughout the days just to see, <laughs> you know, just, like, checking the Google News just to, like, see if any breaking thing has yeah. come out. I know there's much better ways, Twitter and all that yeah, stuff, but mean. I don't know. I'm just like, uh I don't trust the Target
0: Best Buy email coming oh, in. Oh jeez Louise. I, I can so. only imagine. It's here guys, pre order it now. But like the pre order's been live for three days. <laughs> I mean for me, I'll feel They would do me like yeah, that right. too. They would I'd feel I'll feel portrayed if they were like thirty minutes late, much less a freaking day. If they were thirty yeah. minutes late on that pre-order, I'd be pissed. And that's kind of what I expect. So, anyways, anyway, I can talk about this forever. Beware! This is the path that I walk, is not a path that I would recommend to, uh, to anyone. Okay, so it might have
1: to be the only path if you want to get it. Though. I, that's that's true. Quick know. question:
0: This is this is almost funny. It's, like, almost kind of serious, but kind of funny. All right, so I'm getting my wisdom teeth removed. I haven't told you this, Luke, actually. Yeah, I'll be getting my wisdom teeth removed. They've been acting up, you know. I'm very self-conscious about my teeth. I don't want them to get jacked up. I don't want a domino effect of of decay to happen from my wisdom teeth on or whatever. It's not really bad, but I want to get get it done sooner than Starting to hurt. Yeah, they were starting to hurt. It was just an inflammation, just the way they grew in. And so I'm getting that Mm -hmm. done this month. And, uh... My joke has been, um, has been. Oh my god! This whole PlayStation Five thing—it's making my blood pressure go up. So my, <laughs> I'm not my consultation. In my true. consultation at the oral surgeon—they said, "Wow, your blood pressure is pretty high." <laughs> and I almost—I was this close to telling her, "I, I got a PlayStation Five a I'm waiting on." Oh, you're having a child. <laughs>
1: No, it's new console generation. I'm sure. Oh, as her eyes roll so far back in her head, they get stuck forever. So we're going to cancel your appointment. Oh,
0: we just we only uh, schedule adults here on their own.
1: One of those like the first O's like, oh, and then the second O is they realize what you just said. My God. Oh, (laughs) I will not be asking you any more questions
0: lord have freaking mercy on my soul
1: it's important people
0: (laughs) come on it's important (laughs) it's important to me (laughs) but seriously if you see me check my phone I'm very interested in this uh, spoiler cast that we're going to get into here on Tenet so don't be offended if I might look at a a, uh, email here and there Um, anyways let's get into it watching slash playing I think it's uh, and and listening to so music
1: yeah I think it's you it's
0: me Alright, so um band I keep coming back to every now and then, Some sometimes there's not a lot of new music in my life, I mean, I, I have my go-tos here and there, but a band that I've been going back and forth uh, on is uh, Royal Teeth, Royal Teeth is like a pop rock band, they're interesting, it's a girl and guy duo, uh, <laughs> I just enjoy them, their, their latest album that I'll uh, get the name of. <laughs> real quick the latest album uh titled hard luck it's a lot of fun it came out last year this isn't super new but give it a listen it's it's a lot of fun it's it's kind of crazy but it's a definitely a lot of pop but it, it's fun stuff i recommend it that's me how about you look what are you listening to man jesse's girl three um, i'm just gonna mention <laughs> the one
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna mention the one i told you um i just saw this um the band camino is a band that i've been digging for at least a couple of years now and kind of throwbacks to kind of the stuff we grew up with and they're very similar to a band they just teamed up with which is all time low which which is one we know from back oh in yeah high school, back in the day 15 freaking years ago um but yeah the, the band camino did a uh like mashup i don't know what you call it but featuring the band camino is what it says but favorite place is the name of the song <laughs> um yeah so the song is all by all time low but featuring the band camino and good look it up those are two things i enjoy
0: so zip band camino
1: a good crashing of two worlds what's the together. song called again favorite place yeah,
0: they, they like they team up with a lot of different artists it seems yeah. So it seems. These guys are really good. Favorite place. Okay. I'll, look, I'll listen to that song, for Show, because uh, you didn't let me down with Jesse's Girl, too. I had I had fun with that song that you recommended <laughs> last week. It's more funny than anything. I mean, it's else, very honestly. funny, but it's also a good song. I like Coheed, uh, you know?
1: <laughs> there's just kind of silly about it in the
0: lyrics, too. That's what I like. Definitely. I mean, they're having fun <laughs> with it, obviously. They're maybe a little self aware. Oh, yeah. Um,. I only have really one thing to talk about. Again, it's only been like a few days, so I haven't really done much new, but I have made a decision. I don't think I'm going to play through um, the Tomb Raider games. I'm like halfway through Rise of Tomb Raider, but it just struck me where I was just kind of playing. I was like listening to other things and just had a YouTube video going on during it. And I was like, man, am I, how much am I enjoying it? Is this worth it for me? The, yep. it, it, I said it last week, the whole... uh. <laughs> great being the enemy of good, where in your personal life, that might be something to take to heart and to be like, okay, lower your expectations. But in this case, there's so many great games out there that I'm like, when I'm like, I'd rather be playing this, I'm just going to go ahead and play this yep. <laughs> instead. So For I'm sure. going to cut that off. I don't know what I'm going to be playing, but... um. Yeah, just I'm just not. I don't think I'm gonna be playing that. But anyways, I enjoyed the first one. I I enjoyed enough of what I played, but you know I'm probably just not gonna continue.
1: Don't do anything you're not enjoying is what yeah, I Yeah,
0: and it's fine. It's not like when you spend money on a game, a lot of time there's the whole. Well, I, I should probably try to get my money's worth here. This is th- these are games I've gotten for free either through PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus. So I'm fine, kind of just being like, hey, eh, I'm done, and that's fine.
1: They're all on Game Pass, too. Yeah, so.
0: these are games that are highly accessible, <laughs> low bar of entry. You can pick them up and put them down at your leisure at this point, basically. Not to diss on what they've done at Square Enix. It's just not what I'm feeling right now, I guess. Um, so the, the only thing that I... I we're, we're not doing a spoiler cast. We're not doing news today. So I, I'll talk about this a little bit. What I've watched was... Uh, a Nintendo direct that dropped today. I was, uh, whining and complaining yesterday, rightfully so not yesterday, but last uh, episode about how really we have no idea what Nintendo's doing right now. There's no big announcements. There's, there's nothing big that we're anticipating or waiting for. And I think that's mo- most, well switch pro switch pro still still. Rumors. Yeah. It's but still shrouded. I would say
1: it's probably pretty, la- pretty light. Yeah.
0: Fingers crossed. I mean, that sounds pretty awesome. Um, but, uh, I think that's mostly the case too. Still, even with what I'm about to say, but this did make me very happy. Uh, they released a Nintendo direct today. They didn't like hype it up or anything. It's just rumors swirling around it and it ended up being true that we got a Mario 35 year anniversary. Um, what that entails just a lot of Mario stuff dropping. I mean, the, the, We talked about this probably several weeks, probably several months ago, about the rumored uh, 35-year collection of Mario. Um, So, yeah, that ended up being real. And honestly, Mm -hmm. as far as collections go, in comparison to, like, a lot of the other collections that are going on right now, it's pretty minuscule. Like, honestly, it's really really slight. It's Mario 64... Mm -hmm. Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy. And they're up you know, they're rendered at uh, H- in HD. And they are you know have some adjustments made to make them perform a little bit better on the Switch. And so, like, when you compare it to a lot of the other uh, remasters and re-releases that have come out, uh, what comes to mind is, like, the Master Chief collection, the fact that it got, like, a real updated version of uh, Combat Evolved and, of course, uh, uh, Halo 2 where they're mm-hmm. redone, pretty much. All the assets are redone. Yeah. And then you got stuff like the Spyro collection. The yeah. In the Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. collection, where they're completely redone. Um, You would think that I'd be looking at this and being like, eh, I am so freaking excited for this Mario collection. Isn't that the strange thing about it? What What is it about these games? What is it about Nintendo? I, I don't understand it, because honestly, if it was anything else...
1: It's nostalgia, right? A lot I mean- of it
0: is nostalgia. I mean... Uh- <laughs> The strange thing, too, is I'm also excited because I Mario Sunshine is a part of that. I've never played Mario Sunshine. It's just a game that I never got for myself when the, the GameCube was out. Never got it. So, you know, I've obviously played 64 and Galaxy to death. I'm excited to play those again. And I'm excited to see them with just a little bit of that upgrade of them being rendered at like uh, in, in HD. But for some reason, I am so excited. And they also announced uh, Mario 3D Land coming in. I'm so excited about that, too. It's just...
1: So how does how does that work? That uprising? did did they explain that at all? Um,
0: I have no idea how it works. It, it's like how it, it there's a lot of remasters that came out that way. Um, last gen, I mean, this gen has been very much about like taking the game and making it almost like look new. But back in like the three hundred and sixty and like the. PlayStation 3, it's basically they take the same assets, clean them up, and make them rendered in 1080p. They did it with some stuff like uh, Devil May Cry with the HD collection, and uh, they did it with, I think, uh, Ratchet & Clank with the HD collection. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, there was just a ton of those coming out, and Nintendo has never really jumped on that bandwagon, And so there are these games... That, that's the thing that about them. I think that's why some of it's so exciting. There's these games that we love, but they're they're stuck. They're stuck in ways that other games aren't. You know, like mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid. Yep. You can play Metal Gear Solid 1 on just about anything. Same thing with Metal Gear Solid 2. A lot of these Crash games, they're emulated and ported all over the place. I got the, the PlayStation Classic. That like, oh, here's Metal Gear Solid. Oh, here's Final Fantasy Seven. It's just like these games are everywhere. But... Nintendo is different and just because they do it this way it's making us freak out over games that are just given to us like yeah I'm like I'm not going to plug in my GameCube and go out and buy a used copy of of uh mario sunshine i'm just not going to do that that but to have them on the switch and have them portable and have them given, it it just fills me with excitement i was just so happy so exciting i was like literally watching this trailer or like doing that thing where you kind of (laughs) like belts up and down in your seat a little bit but uh, i'm super excited about that i mean there's other stuff that they announced like they announced like a ton of mario stuff they announced this weird like mario kart ar experience that i'm not going to get because it's too expensive but like it's like a RC car that has a camera attached and it connects to your switch and you set up these like checkpoints and it creates a lap around like your house or your cul-de-sac or whatever. And it's really cool. And you play it on your switch and you like see all like the NPCs and you can actually play Mario Kart But with this RC, it's crazy. And, um, as I said, uh, super Mario 3d world, they announced, uh, that they're, they released, uh, Mario all-stars on the switch. For free Mm -hmm. today, if you have uh, the online stuff. And, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. But I I had a really good reaction from a lot of people watching it. Great uh, vibes on Twitter for people who uh, were looking forward to it. And And I'm a part of that. It's just funny to think how different it is with Nintendo. You get... Like if they announced, like for instance, Resident Evil. How
1: much forgiveness they're given for it? Forgiveness,
0: absolutely. And there's a lot of people who are expecting, me included, to get like a a version of Super Mario sixty four that was like in the same engine as Super Mario Odyssey, looking good as crap. And we didn't get that. And you'd if it was anything else, like if it was. I don't know, if we were expecting like a Resident Evil collection to come out, we'd be expecting like, oh, they're going to be Resident Evil 1, that remaster, they're going to be Resident Evil 2, the mm-hmm. one and the three, and then it comes out and it's just the originals kind of up Man, people would not be not be excited about that at all. They'd be like, all right, sure, I mean, we have...
1: And that's what Capcom was doing for yeah. a while, too. Yeah, exactly. People were not, not happy and with That's them. what they
0: do. That, that's what they're going to continue to do, but Nintendo doesn't doesn't really do that like to really i'm I'm trying to think of any time they they've never like okay well i guess that's not the case i mean with the original mario all-stars they took mario 1 mario 2 and mario 3 and they remade them on the super nintendo with super nintendo graphics and sounds how you'd expect like a super nintendo game to be but recently in like the 3d generation they haven't just really done much of that to take an old game and say okay we're gonna we're gonna redo this and do it from the ground up. I, I'm trying to think of if they've done that before. They just it hasn't even been the case. I just don't think that's
1: hmm. Yeah. Didn't they do a remaster Win Waker? Win
0: They it's a definitive edition. It's the H D edition. It is the same game. Yeah. It looks great. I will say, like something yeah, about that game. That's what I they remember. They took it and they just polished it up, made it put in HD. Something about that art style just really like lent itself to like being in HD, and it looks great.
1: Well, also the new Zelda game, right? That was a whole remake as well. Which one? The one that came out earlier this year. Was it? Was it the old old Zelda? That's 100
0: percent correct. Yep, that's one. Yeah, that's completely correct. That is complete.
1: Because that was like a big deal. Everyone was like, "Wow, they really they remade this so well. Now I can experience yep. it." Even though it's so old and so crappy, it's nice to come back <laughs> and have it be, like, updated. Yeah, you know.
0: that's a great example. It was
1: kind of inaccessible inaccess- unaccess- unaccess- because of how old yeah. it was. Yeah, you
0: gotta whip out your Game Boy yeah. Color. It's not optimal. And, they know, that's a great example. They have done that. Pokemon. What was the a, name of that uh, That is, uh, uh oh my gosh, Link's Awakening yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah that was great but you know what I'm happy with what we're we're given here I think it's just great for me to be able to play them and play them portably I mean that that is a great thing just to be in the bathroom (laughs) playing games like that specifically 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 the bathroom I mean uh, almost kind of Seriously when you're in the bathroom or you're On a drive
1: gotta buy that second Switch that doesn't leave The toilet yeah
0: I I remember when I saw like the original switch trailer And you see like the girl who's like at a Party off on a rooftop in a Basketball court and you're like I'll never Do any of that I've done some of that like Not on a party or a basketball court But I've actually been like waiting For my wife to get out of appointment I went to like the duck pond and and like sat at a picnic table and like played outside and it was actually really freaking cool to do that but yeah anyways um mario that oh yeah and the crazy thing about that is usually when nintendo announces something like that you're like you can expect that in a year or something like that it's coming out in two weeks so that's really cool that's really cool very excited anyways that is nice that's what i got by you luke
1: i have two things oh all right (laughs) Um, this is actually one that I hadn't mentioned. Well, I'll mention the first one. So we're going back and watching Brooklyn nine, nine, kind of the same way we're watching parks and rec. Um, I think I'd mentioned this before, but we're more regularly going back and and watching. I think we actually started season two or something. I'd like to go back from the very beginning. That's, that's a show much in the same way. Parks and rec has great replayability. Um, Brooklyn nine, nine does as well. Just good writing. Great chaos. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. I, I think there was something in the news about how the uh, the next season was going to be delayed because of COVID, mm-hmm. like even more than they thought. So, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that in the news. But I, Ooh, I yeah. think a lot of production studios are trying to ramp up and, you know, there's roadblocks and that. So that's sad. But I I don't think I mentioned this. Maybe stop me if I, I have. But Ted Lasso, we've been watching on uh, Apple TV+. Plus.
0: Did nope, I mentioned no, that before.
1: Not. So Jason Sudeikis, uh, stars in a show about an American football coach, American football <laughs> going over to England and coaching a premiership, um, soccer team. And he knows nothing about soccer. He knows nothing about England. <laughs> so he, he goes over there and, uh, he's got this uh, assistant coach that's the very stoic kind of knows everything kind of guy that plays well off of him. And uh, yeah, Jason plays Ted Lasso, who's this very likable, just friendly, like look at the, you know, the bright side of life and every situation kind of yeah. guy. And it does like somebody else was talking about it on another podcast and they, they put it in a way that I thought was good. It's just like, at first, it may be, like, kind of annoying, but it, like, it wears on you in a good way, if that makes sense, after a while, and you just kind of come around to him. Uh-huh. It just, I don't know. He's just kind of a silly, not so much silly, it's just, he's very, like, sweet and nice, like, almost to an extreme. There's there's kind of a funny thing where it says, like, you're... uh his, his wife's talking about their their marital problems and he's just like you look on the bright side of life so much it's just sickening <laughs> and that just kind of that kind of sums up the ted lasso character very well so this is i would say this is one of the better shows that's come out on apple tv plus mm. you know i enjoyed stuff about different shows i think i talked about a little america um a little bit and that that was that took some really unique um points of views and and you know made them into these little short 40 minute episodes um, so I really enjoyed that. I would recommend it, but this one, yeah, this one's this one's really good. It's you know, it's not it's another one that's not gonna be like <laughs> the talk of the town or anything, but uh but I would definitely recommend if you have a chance to watch this, it's it's a well worth the time show. it's it's interesting. they're taking the release, I think weekly mm. um, approach. so slowly putting them out. They've already announced season two. I think we're f- yeah five episodes in at this point. It's got got a pretty good storyline, and uh, yeah, I'd say Jason Sudeikis does really well in it, so worth a watch for sure. Cool.
0: What was the name of the uh, show again? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Lasso. Okay. All right. Yeah, check it out on Apple TV Plus. Cool. All right. Is that that all you got, Luke? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and start our Tenet review. Should we like say a prayer or should we pause and do like 10 years of research or should we, I don't know what, but all right. I've been kind of.
1: Becomes physics masters first and then we'll exactly. come back and explain Get Quantum
0: physics. Oh man, this is, I've actually been racking my brain in like the days leading up to this uh, podcast just to be like, God, <laughs> help me understand this thing. Oh man.
1: So just um i don't know just let me just add something here it's just um i for for a long time now like since i was in like high school for some weird reason And not this this certainly makes me an no expert in any way but there's something about and i know this is going to sound weird uh, something about quantum physics that actually has like really intrigued me for a long Mm -hmm. time and i've actually when i was at um southeastern the college i went to um I would actually go into the library and read books on it. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's amazing when you get down to like the theories and stuff, there's so much about quantum physics that is not understood. And I certainly don't understand the stuff that is understood, <laughs> but there's a very interesting relationships between gravity and time and uh, yeah, all the different. So Yeah. I don't know how much to get into it, but it's, it's just very interesting. So this movie was, it was interesting in two different ways for me where, you know, I, I was very excited of course, because it was a Christopher Nolan movie. I think he just, whether or not he makes a good movie, he works really hard at making like an epic experience with a very interesting story. You know, I mean, I don't think you could say any of his movies have not been that now, whether or not they were good movies in the end, you know, that's up for debate, but He works really hard at creating with practical effects i will say as well which i think is a lost art in so many movies nowadays and uh what also of course drew me to this movie is john david washington which just i don't know it's just yeah i'm connected to that man i enjoy i enjoy the way he acts (laughs) so and of course it's interesting to see robert pattinson in yet another role as he just you know goes in all kinds of crazy directions now. Yeah, I think he may be like the next big thing around Hollywood. So he could be a leading man for years to come along with John David. Like he's yeah, really good. So,
0: well, let's, uh before we, before we get into the movie itself, let for the, you know, anyone who's listening or watching, let's, let's kind of feel out the room, Luke. Uh, what is like, okay. So I think it's safe to say that we both think, you know, uh, Christopher Nolan is a genius and he's just a, one of the greatest filmmakers of our time if not the um, but as far as his movies are concerned like where where does your what do your opinions lie? Not we have to give a review of each one but maybe like what is your your favorite and maybe your least favorite.
1: Ooh, um, let me go to the list yeah. so I can <laughs> have a list to look at. Um so we're talking Memento we're talking Interstellar, just so people kind of know what we're talking about. The Prestige, Dunkirk, Inception, Dark Knight. Obviously, I mean all the all the Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. You know, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Um, those are the big ones. You know, there's some other ones, but I think those are the ones people are gonna know. Um, I don't know, man. I I enjoy all his movies. On some level yeah. and some of them I think are some of the greatest things ever set to film. I think Inception is one of the best movies ever made. I, I love that movie. I think the concept worked so well in that movie. It's just, Oh, I love that movie in so many ways. And I really like Memento. I feel like it was like a, it was kind of a precursor for what he did in Inception, you know, two different concepts, but similar idea and like storytelling and like, Cha- moving time around inside of a you know the way I'm, I'm, a film is edited. Yeah. Um, Interstellar, I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I, I you know the, they're pretty much seven and up for me on all these movies. The Prestige, honestly, it's a really cool movie. I don't know why I didn't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I probably should watch it <laughs> again. Where are you at, Jordan? Uh, it's, hard, it's
0: hard to say. Uh, b- <laughs> you honestly it's like warts and all probably one of my favorite my favorite still batman begins like warts and all you know the ending i think is a little sloppy but i think it's just one of the it's like a perfect uh, origin story for batman i think it's just fantastic obviously the other batman movies are fantastic too and you know i think i'm with you probably technically i think is best like if i had to just look at it as like not my favorite but what is the best it probably is inception um Probably, you know, I think in the lower uh, lower rung is uh, probably Insomnia. I, I think it, it's a good movie. Like, it's a fine movie. It's just, you know, honestly, if you didn't know it was a Christopher Nolan movie and you watched it, you'd be like... He actually did not write the story. Oh, really? So me. he just directed it. That might have a lot to do with it. Yeah.
1: I was looking at the writing credits when I was... Uh, yeah.
0: So it's not in the same way uh, Christopher Nolan work that these other ones are, where it's yeah. just like this is going to mm-hmm. have my fingerprints all over it and i guess that makes sense yeah. you can kind of see that i mean it's well directed and it's just a, it's a good movie it's just not in the upper echelons i guess of everything else and maybe the fact that he didn't have the writing on it is why it just, not
1: having written it yeah that does change heck a
0: lot yeah it changes your connection with the story and I guess how you would d- yeah. direct it. And so maybe it's, that's why it's mm-hmm. uh, probably, I think most people would agree with that. One of his, uh, lesser, lesser works, but still a good movie. So <laughs> that says a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think he's fantastic. And so we got this new one here and, uh, oh my gosh, I got the IMD pulled up because I'm going to need all the help I can get. So if I'm referring to IMDB to remember like actors names and, did you know he wrote the story for Man of Steel? I know he helped on it. I didn't know he wrote... I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I know he was on the. He has some writing credits on it. Yeah, he worked with That's Snyder. Interesting. Um, okay, let's jump in. We're going to, before we go into spoilers, yep. kind of give uh, a non-spoiler review first. And then we'll dive into spoilers. And the funny thing is, I think, usually a lot of times if you go back and listen to some of our spoiler casts, a lot of the times we'll say, wow, this movie's really hard to talk about without spoiling it. I think it's the opposite with this one. I'm going to have a harder time getting into the nitty-gritty of this one, but uh, an easier time.
1: You may not be spoiled if you watch this yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> That's one
1: way to solve it. You may come out of this movie saying, what? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so Because I-, <laughs> I know my
1: wife didn't.
0: Pardon, I'm 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 halfway there. You definitely
1: started to glaze over in some sections. I'm
0: halfway there. I'm gonna say like I'm I was feeling some anxiety, like maybe not hardcore anxiety, but I was feeling some tension in the movie theater. This, I don't generally do this. I I took a notepad and a pencil with me to the to the movie. I haven't done this in a very long time. It's not really my style. Yeah. And I thought to myself, man, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of details in this movie that I'm going to want to jot down. Forget it. Freaking forget it! Like probably twenty minutes in, I I put that no no like the pencil down in resignation to be like nope nope that's not gonna happen. It's like (laughs) because basically by the time I was done processing and writing down one plot point, we're on to the next two maybe. (laughs) This thing goes by like a freight train.
1: There's a lot of moving characters in this movie. Yeah,
0: um, I'll go ahead and give the um IMD plot to kind of uh set us off on our non spoiler. Uh, review before we go into some sp- our spoiler cast all right armed we're armed with one word only Tenet. In fighting for the survival of the entire world a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time there it is well okay there it there is there it is that that's <laughs> that's i guess the best they can really do to sum up or else you're just kind of going into spoiler territory. So Luke, how, how did you feel in, in coming out of this movie? I mean, it,
1: it's a mind bender. It's definitely one that you think back on and try to like piece together. Okay, wait, how did this happen? Why did this character say this to this character? And, you know, I, I enjoy those kind of things. It's, it's, it's cool to me to think about the concepts that he laid out with it's nuclear fission, I guess, radiation mm-hmm. that can affect time. Um, I don't think that's too much yeah, of a spoiler, right. but you know, somehow you're able to manipulate time, and it's just interesting to me like, how would that actually work? That's the kind of stuff where I like, I honestly want to read about it and see, like, is that actually something that could be anywhere in the realm of possibility? Because, you know, obviously, it's one of those concepts to where you just kind of blow it off and like, well, that's ridiculous, yeah, 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 which it probably is, but. <laughs> I don't know it's just you know we reach we're in our world today we've reached this point where it feels like technology could do so many things so you start to kind of wonder like i don't know if <laughs> you know if our entire world can be run by machines is time travel in the realm of possibility yeah. and i think it's interesting for christopher nolan to say it almost feels like i know this is weird to say but You know how people started doing those reverse videos on Instagram—the boomerang or or TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Well, not just the boomerangs, but the ones where they'll actually like film an entire like minute-long thing and then do everything in Mm -hmm, reverse. Okay. Yeah. Like somebody will like jump into a pool and it'll show like them under the water and then they suck up. It almost feels like Christopher Nolan watched that, and was like, "Huh." Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And like then started coming up with this whole concept. Because that, you know, plays out throughout the movie and, you know, for a very significant purpose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just... It, it's cool for me to think about it because I, I don't think I could ever come up with a storyline like this. It just... Yeah, it's so interesting. I, I don't know. That's, that's the best word for this entire movie to me. It's just... It's, it does a lot of cool things. I don't think it does anything extraordinarily well but it does so many new things in cool th- ways that are entertaining yeah. fun to watch
0: i agree i mean definitely entertaining and and, th- and again as i said this movie moves at a clip it's constantly going and oh yeah and how, how kind of what i feel you know most movies like a lot of times their best stuff is towards the beginning a lot of stuff it's where the movie's moving it's really moving and you're like okay and then it slows down in the middle part of the movie. And that's a lot of the times that's where most people complain about the movie to say, Oh, it really gets kind of boring and kind of gets bogged down at the, in the middle. Yeah. I, I almost mm-hmm. feel like it's the opposite <laughs> with this movie. It has a great intro. And from that intro, which is boom, 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 boom. You're in one location. Yeah. You're in that location of characters telling you this thing. And you're meeting this other character and you're like, Oh my God. And when it get
1: and then I would say it had a very strong ending as well. Yes.
0: I, I would say that, too. Once it got to the middle portion, where <laughs> the confusion and, like, the plot points coming at you doesn't really go away. But it does yeah. slow down at a certain point in the movie. Um, and I'll talk about what that point is. I don't is. know
1: if you experienced this as well, but I had an issue with the mix where sometimes it would be hard for me to understand what he was saying. Because the, the background, like, orchestral mix that, you know, Christopher Nolan is a staple of his movies. Yeah. It was so loud that it was hard to, like, tell the name or, like, the location or something that he was saying. I'm like, what? Which is weird because the volume was so loud in that theater.
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, I think Nolan d- dictates that it's going to be so. And uh, it's it happens in, like, almost every single one of his movies. Maybe not, like, some of his earlier stuff, but I feel like lately you'll have the score. And he always has this, like, droning score. Dunkirk. Dunkirk Crazy a uh, Batman uh, – yeah, Dark Knight rises. You're like, what did he just yeah. say? They have like these droning scores, which it should be said, this is like one of the first that uh, Hans Zimmer did not work on. Um mm. but it's usually this drone yeah. rump and then like the characters like expositing <laughs> during that time, like and crucial plot points that sometimes they will not revisit. Mm-hmm. So if it you missed it, sorry. It's over. It's over. And you missed it. (laughs) And you have to pick it up through context clues, you know?
1: I remember there was a part, I think it was at the end of The Dark Knight. Is it The Dark Knight where he has the machine that can see everyone from their cell phone pings? Yeah. (laughs) There's a part at the end where he's talking to, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but he's talking to
0: Lucius Fox. He's
1: talking to him yeah yeah fox and he's talking to him and the music's (laughs) getting so loud it's like what (laughs) you want to be like if you're in the corner of the room like what what'd you say
0: (laughs) probably if you saw it with an older person they'd be tempted to do that and i feel like i have pretty good hearing too and i hate complaining about this because i feel
1: so freaking old saying this stuff but like i really do think it's the mix it's the editing because i don't have problem like you know, we're talking about Ted Lasso. Like, I don't have any problem picking up all that because yeah, yeah. there's not like this, what is an awesome music. Like, I love the music over it. It's just like, maybe wait for that to fade in until after you say, you know, this dude's coming to kill me. <laughs> like, maybe I want to know that. It's a little
0: bomb. I, some part of me, I, I want to know what you think about this, Luke. Part of me almost think... L- Christopher Nolan makes his movies with the intention of you to watch it multiple times to understand it fully. I think he's more interested almost in the trick in in obscuring that trick from you rather than you kind of
1: So the Prestige is his filmmaking. Honestly,
0: yeah, I think
1: the turn th- <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I think he
0: does have something to do with like really like thinking about his movies as a magic trick to be like, "What can yeah. I do I, can see I, that. I want this to go by fast, maybe, so you don't catch it, so you don't see what's coming. I just talked about New Mutants the uh, the other day, and this is like it was like watching a buffoon magician with like cards yeah. hanging out of his like sleeve, mm-hmm. and it it was like that. And this is like
1: then you watch a film like Memento, and it's like oh my you gosh. you don't see. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the storyboard looked like behind yeah. the scenes for this thing.
0: And so we got sleight yeah. of hands. We're distracting <laughs> you with quick cuts. The the plot's oh, yeah. going by fast. We're not staying put for too long, and so we're using sleight of hand. And so when we get to the point at the end, yeah, you didn't see it coming. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. and we can, I guess, debate yeah. on whether that makes for an entertaining movie. If so, for so much of the movie, you feel like you're missing something or you didn't pick up on something. Um,
1: to to like agree with what you're saying, I think it's so cool when a movie takes you on a journey to where at the end when there's the reveal you're kicking yourself because it's like oh i could have seen that but the way they told the story it distracted me from that and i just i wasn't thinking in that context and like uh, it's so obvious now looking back on the movie but oh that's really good yeah yeah and and i felt like that with this movie that's what i like the ending so much it's like oh man so obvious, but so brilliant at the same yeah, time. Yeah, and
0: that's often like kind of how his movies end. We're like, oh, okay. Um, so, a couple basic yep. things about the movie, I guess, before we go into spoilers. Like, I mean, I think this is a good action movie. I think he knows how to film action. Oh, yeah. I, I love mm-hmm. how the fight choreography is in this, how you feel like these characters are just slick. That's how I would like, but uh, from the first co- like fight scene, the first action scene honestly in the in the beginning i was like wow the the uh, the main character of this movie um doesn't actually have a name <laughs> he uh, he straight yeah. up the, the, antagonist. the, the prota- protagonist, protagonist he, you just see right. him and he's yeah. like slick the way he moves the way he slides into cover you're like wow this feels like you know it's live action but it like feels like almost like a video game and it's like there's no cg or anything like that but just how slick characters move sometimes you're like wow the precision is just It's really cool to watch and I I enjoy it. It
1: reminds me of what they did with James Bond with Daniel Craig, how they like modernized him and made him more of like a soldier, but also a spy at the same time. It's like Mm -hmm. John David was kind of that person. He's like this gentleman, but also he's definitely a soldier as they show you right in the beginning. It's like, he's not to be trifled with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's very like 007 ask. It's really, it's a good character.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of a character like i think that this isn't a movie about character a lot of nolan's movies aren't like for instance honestly like a movie like especially uh dunkirk it's about the process it's about motions it's about the story and you being there not so much about the, the, setting. the setting and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff not so much about the character and that's fine if it's a plot oriented movie that's fine but it, like you have to have characters that you can at least like Tag along with, and I think they did a good job of that. Here, I enjoy the protagonists and uh, what uh, gosh, I always mess up his name. Uh,
1: the most they did with the character development would be Leonardo in The Inception, that was that was the most he's ever probably developed a character backstory. And all I would
0: argue, maybe uh, McConaughey and uh, uh, and uh, in uh, in Interstellar, maybe, and obviously like the Batman movies, I think he did some of that, but honestly. Other than that, yeah, I, I completely agree every character is more functional than uh actually digging into them. There's probably one character where the source of all the heart comes from in this movie. Um, that being said though, I never really f- it's it's easy for a movie when it doesn't like really have much character in it for it to feel cold and I don't feel like this movie felt cold. I felt like you know it had enough personality to where I kind of felt. The, the the people in it even if I didn't like they weren't fleshed out characters that I could say a <laughs> lot about you know yeah yeah uh, let's see oh also I didn't want to bring up that it, it we talked about the volume and you know it. it it's I've seen a couple movies in theaters uh, so far you know uh, it was a uh, uh, as i brought up peninsula and uh new mutants seeing a mm-hmm. nolan movie in theaters it, it and being like oh my god at the first gunshot we're back it is it is <laughs> That's what that I felt like it, it's it's that we're back you so
1: glad i didn't watch this at yeah all. when
0: i'm feeling my seat kind of rumble from the base it, oh it's cool gosh. you know obviously if you don't feel safe don't, and you're not healthy don't go but it, it, if you're good it's great. It's a great movie-going experience. It's really cool, especially if you have an, a nice theater, which we have a pretty nice theater that we go to, and it was yep. it felt good, man. It was really cool.
1: Yep. Event films
0: for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have much else to say. I think uh, that without uh, that without going into spoilers, do you, Luke?
1: No. Let's uh, get into the nitty gritty. Okay.
0: So this is your spoiler warning. We are going to go into full spoilers. Right now we're <laughs> we're gonna try to break down this thing as as much as I can. We're we're gonna try to ask probably ask each other some questions. Uh, probably me mo- mostly asking Luke questions about what's, about what's. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's gonna be a lot of that, uh, but we'll try. All right, so tenet spoilers ago. What? <laughs> okay, so.
1: I love reverse fighting. Reverse fighting is crazy.
0: <laughs> I don't know how he did that. I just don't know how. I was watching it being like, this is awesome. How did he do this? Yep. How did he do it? I mean, obviously, you see a movie like Doctor Strange. They did this. A movie that's where they're fighting forward, but everything else going in reverse. CGI.
1: And there's no green screens in this entire movie. No green movie. screens. So none of that is CGI, oh, CGI. and how in the how? world? How?
0: I mean, I'm not not to so discredit. I guess someone Dr. had Strange. to do, do awesome. that. But what's going on in this? I just don't understand it.
1: Yeah, I don't really understand how someone could have moved in reverse like that during that, like specifically during that fight in the airport. Like when he's fighting hand in hand, there's like that one shot of them fighting through the hallways. It's like, yeah,
0: hmm,
1: yeah. <laughs> if anything, it's just testament to good filmmaking.
0: Yeah, because, like, I would say, like, it's a a great choreography. Some of that had to be, like, you Mm -hmm. have to learn how fighting in reverse would look like and learn these moves because he had to do it. But how could your body even bend that way? I I don't know.
1: Like, if you do a front flip off a wall or a back flip, whatever he's doing, how in the world can you bend the other way and, like, get your legs to, like – It just doesn't seem like your center of gravity would allow you to do that. That's why it's like it feels like it had those parts had to be filmed and then reversed. It
0: does feel that way.
1: But but he's moving forward. So maybe he did it. Maybe his movements, you know, because there's that one part where he like flips over him while he's like there. So maybe he moved in reverse standing while the other guy did like a front flip and then they just like reversed and cut it in. That's the only way I can imagine they did it. Oh
0: (laughs) jeez. it's so it's, cool. it's very cool i think the whole effect is done really well and uh, do you think hmm based on how much you see it in the trailer like the first trailer do you think that we get that enough
1: you mean like hand to hand well i just mean or just like the whole idea of like
0: the whole idea <laughs> in of inversion do you, do you think we get inversion enough yeah
1: I, I would say so. I mean it. I feel like it just slowly ramps up more and more. That's what I like about it. I I almost wish there'd been like a little more of that like beginning part where he's like seeing things inverted, kind of out of the corner of his eye, sort of thing. Like
0: wait, something's going on here.
1: Because it almost felt like that whole reveal was almost a little quick. I thought that that intro scene was just the best. It reminded me of Inception I do love so much. Scene. It's like the. It reminded me of like the you have to learn to dream a little bit better. <laughs> it reminded me of that whole oh, yeah. scene where they're like barricading the wall in and all the guys are coming to fight him. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a great intro to it. I still am not sure what was happening there. I'm still a little confused who that guy was. The the guy, the asset that they were taking out. And yeah, 100%! I, I still not am not sure how that plays into the main story and I feel like by by the end of the movie i realized that and i told my wife this i thought one of the coolest things about this movie was that it felt like christopher nolan didn't waste any scenes in the entire movie that's for sure if you're able to like go back and like which is hard go back and like realize what was happening it was like oh my gosh every scene played into something that they did later the inversion like played yeah. into those parts you know that he saw later like when she's standing there with the kid and like saying goodbye and then you know later she's able to make the phone call and deal with that it's like that was literally you know preemptively showing you what was going to come next and uh you just didn't realize it because you didn't understand at that yeah point. yeah i think that stuff's so clever
0: I, i'm looking forward to seeing it again and seeing that stuff that like it flew by quickly but it was there that's that's the thing i feel like a lot of flies yeah. by quickly but it is all there it's very complete and there's a lot that's going to be unraveled and probably honestly, I think people will hold it in a higher regard, um, as we, <laughs> as people see it and see it again and again and again, and it goes on a home release, home release, I think is where this movie, not, I mean, if not for, you know, obviously the sound and everything, but for the plot and all the understanding of it and the kind of genius yeah. how he's, of how he's laid it all out. Um, yeah, I think it'll get a lot of, uh, more understanding and people unveiling stuff about it. Um, so
1: just some great action scenes like you were saying like when they're repelling off the side of the building like i remember seeing that in the trailer and thinking that was awesome and it was awesome so (laughs) slick it just yeah there's so many cool things like he 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 loves to like for instance this is one of the things that i think makes christopher nolan brilliant so you take you know some other filmmaker who you know Let's just say they're good. They make films and say, okay, we need a scene in which the character is making a transition. You know, he's, they, he's assumed dead. He's now a part of this program and he's going to somehow transition into the world. And so Christopher Nolan wants to use these grand places where these sweeping shots will be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And And he picked those windmills and they took him out on a boat, which was just a cool like thing. And I think it was, um, for, I, I'm saying preemptively. What I meant is foreshadowing. I think it's mm, foreshadowing okay. the whole part where he's on the boat and the boat's inverted with uh, the yeah. girl later. You know, they're on their way back, and I think that whole thing was foreshadowing that, and that's really cool. Where, whereas, you know, another filmmaker, he could have picked anything. They could have picked some some room, like they did in uh, was Casino Royale when he's getting beaten up. Like they just picked like a mm-hmm. bland concrete room and you know that's fine that works for that movie but i think it's cool how christopher nolan picks these cool things and then he gets picked up by a boat and he's like in this so- solid um he's by himself you know in this in this little area and he's working out and he's prepping he's like preparing his mind for you know what he has to do and then he puts on the high vis and you know starts starts his mission mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know it's just he has a a great way of like picking these places I think of like in, in the at the end of Inception where it's like that giant base on the snowy mountain. It's just an amazing place to like sum up that whole movie. And yeah, so many cool things that the, the tower in India, like just great location scouting, I guess would be what I would say to that. One thing I wish they... Sets the mood I wish well. they
0: did something, what I wish they did with that. And uh, I think that's, might be a Nolan thing. He doesn't like using establishing shots to basically say this is where we are here's your shot just to kind of show you where the characters are and r- maybe in relation to where they were and you know like as someone like the, the russos they overdo that like in movie like uh civil war they'll they'll like go out of their way to establish where a character yeah. is and nolan yeah. bypasses it completely They're put
1: like nowhere at the oh bottom. my gosh they <laughs> love it like, like we're on this planet now. they love it
0: <laughs> And uh, and in movies, your
1: Stark Tower,
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and in movies that location hop, I, I do appreciate it because it does like give me it's like a, some a, some pins on the map to where my brain can. Well, with organize. that
1: movie, it's especially especially
0: <laughs> and and how what will yeah. happen here is they'll they'll be talking to one character and that scene will end and then it'll cut and then he'll walk into a cafe and you're like, oh, we're in London and we we have to like figure yeah. that out kind of later. <laughs>
1: part of the like fast paced nature of this oh yeah
0: it it, went. you're talking about a character one moment you're meeting him the very next it's very quick and and i think in the first
1: in some scenes it's even like the conversations continuing while the next scene is playing out with the voiceover i
0: think this would have benefited a little bit in in like the first 20 minutes of a little bit more slowing down a little bit more of Oh my God. He hates exposition so much in a way. Like it, it it seems like Mm -hmm. they're sometimes always talking about the plot, but somehow not enough. You know what I mean? To where you're like, (laughs) (laughs) wait, 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 what was that again? And like, and there's not a lot of retreading. Sometimes uh, the plot is retread so much in a movie where you're just like, I freaking know. Stop talking about it. Move on with the plot. But in this, it's like, we're doing this. Okay, bye. And you're like, wait, yeah. wait, what?
1: The whole scene where the doctor, whatever she is, scientist is explaining inversion to him. It's, it's pretty quick. <laughs>
0: She's like, no small talk. And yep, they stick to this that. This is where my pencil went down and I said, Nope. And I leaned forward, and I was like, "Okay, here we go. What, what, oh, what yeah, what?
1: <laughs> Better to just get it out your phone and record the screen. No freaking crap. To <laughs> oh my
0: god. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That was a lot. And you know, in they kind of explain this later. We talk about the pro- the protagonist a little bit.
1: Kind of. Well, <laughs> kind of. Well, what it.
0: I'm about to bring up, the fact that like. The protagonist is very quick to accept this i think he's like how is this possible you know he's very much like what at first and it's just it's not how
1: i think that's part of him being a soldier though yes. his character is a soldier he's learned he's learned to not only obey commands but not ask too many questions because you know time is important In. You know, soldiers' world. They,
0: expl- they do ex- do a good job explaining that later, because in the moment, I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" If that was me. I'd be like asking so many questions, yeah. but he's asking questions that pertain to his job. He's not asking questions like, "How is this like?" You know, well, he does ask, "How is this possible?" But it's just
1: like I'm I'm not seeing an apocalypse. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> seeing an
0: apocalypse on? here. And they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we'll get into that. <laughs> what the apocalypse means yeah. in this situation." Yeah. So. This is like the part of the movie that I'm talking about, where he passes the test, basically going from the CIA to go in this organization. That the organization is called Tenet, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, so basically he meets guy number
1: one. They say, "What is Tenet? We are we Tenet. are Tenet."
0: That's right. So we so we yeah. meets uh, guy number one. I don't know his name. And then he tells him to kind of he puts him on the path to where he meets the scientist, and then she puts him on another path to where he um, meets up with Neil. Right? I, am I am I right at the this point? Am I on point? Right? Um. Uh, yeah, I. Th-
1: it felt like the re- the only reason he was going to meet Neil was so that he could get at the like arms deal. Priya. Right. That's what it felt like. The, yeah. It was almost like he assumed that Neil was just like a local guy that like worked with him and it's like well set sent me up a meeting you know i don't even need 10 minutes or something like that yeah
0: (laughs) is it 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 just moves so quick at this point this is like the the part of the movie where i'll I'll it's almost like
1: they intentionally did not set up neil as an important character to like you know lure you away away from the scent That kind of thing, yes,
0: that's exactly right. You're not supposed to know what Neil's true intentions are until much later in the movie. He's like supposed to be just kind of like a go to guy, right? At this point, yeah, he's just a helper, (laughs) it feels like. Yeah, a lot of this is, (laughs) and then they meet Pryor because they're basically that's who they do. They assume that Pyra is the person who is making the inverted weapons at this point, or that they know who is
1: she they the understanding was that she knew where the metal came from because the metal was signature like it was the only way you could get that type of metal was through india Ah. and they they assumed it was a he but she yeah probably ended up she she knew everything basically but they were assuming that she was just the source of the metal i believe at that point
0: okay so a lot of this is grasping at straws for me there's points in the movie where there all are no squ- straws, and I'm just grasping at air. For for me, it went by so quick, the Michael Caine character. I know. What did he do?
1: I know. I don't
0: understand. <laughs>
1: Basically, I feel like he just explained to him how to be a gentleman and that he shouldn't be wearing Brooks Brothers. Yeah. That's all I got away from me that too. conversation. too. Is that
0: why he met up, to get wardrobe advice?
1: You need to have a an air of a gentleman and you don't have it or something like too much of a soldier.
0: Yeah. It, God, it,
1: Even though that didn't really seem to be a no, It didn't
0: really play out too much. It's not like he had to fit in, in high society, like in, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like a Prince in the Popper situation. Um, and whatever happened, it almost felt like they're they
1: thought that the world they were going to be entering with the arms dealer. What, what is his name?
0: Um, Andre, yeah, Andrei Sator, Sator, Sator um, yeah.
1: They felt like it was like this, you know, high class, like hubby, bubby, like be a gentleman society. And then it ended up, it really wasn't at all the way he got into it. it was like he more had to be like, almost like a nitty gritty, like Russian type yeah. of, or he was was he he wasn't from Russia, it was Ukraine, mm-hmm. like the Ukrainian like manly like chop somebody's arm off kind of guy yeah. to like get in, you know. After he described how he's going to kill it to him, it was like, okay, this is the world I'm entering. Yes. He's going to like choke on his yeah, his goodies.
0: And he's also... <laughs> he Okay, so he is the one who's making a lot of this happen. He's like the point man in this time. But what does the art have to do with any of it? Like, there's, there's about, something about fake art, how his wife is like a procurer of like art. And she's indebted to him? Yeah.
1: Be- so I think what it was was she bought... A forged painting and then got a dealer to sell him that forged painting and then the money that the dealer made she was in a split with the wife and the wife was going to use that money to leave him because oh. she needed some money to be independent of him so that she wasn't relying upon him he found that out and now holds that over her as like well if you ever leave me I'll have you imprisoned for you know however long i see because of that whole you know whatever money laundering deal whatever you call that that
0: that passed me by and so whenever they'd reference it it
1: was very confusing and i'm only partially confident that that's what it was
0: (laughs) because when they would bring it up like after the fact they'd say something like oh i'll just referencing the painting itself i'm like well what's up with the painting i know it's fake is there a magic spell on it or something what's going on i don't know (laughs) so that helps me greatly actually
1: because i guess if if he had actually destroyed it like he said he would then then he she he wouldn't have anything over her at that uh. point and she could take her son and leave okay all right which i mean he's going to use something to, i'm sure he could use something other than the painting i know like a gun <laughs> or his power around the world as an international arms dealer
0: i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> it seems it seems a little far-fetched but i mean
0: it was somewhat believable i guess so they have to steal it. What, okay, they, so this is where like the heist comes in. Why do they do this? Yeah, I have no freaking yeah. I, know, <laughs> I have no freaking idea. Well, I was like, why are they there again?
1: I think I think the idea. I think the simple version of it when they started was, we need to break in here to take this painting to destroy it for her as a favor, and then. Yeah, it's still confusing because good if they graces? did that, then, yeah, so the, the whole thing seemed to be that so he could get an introduction to her husband. Uh-huh, okay. So, but it seems like you'd be on the wrong side of him at that point. Yeah. But I guess they were hoping that, yeah, that he wouldn't know that it was them, and yeah, it is, that part is definitely confu- confusing for sure, but I think then they realize that there's something else in that facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's when, you know, they eventually figure out that there's the machine.
0: I mean, at this point of the movie, I'm like trying. Okay. It's like, I, I recognize at the point where I'm like, nope, the plot, the plot has passed me by for at least why we're here in this moment. <laughs> it's gone. And so I'm just going to kind of enter, enjoy this heist because it's enjoyable, right? You know, just the p- crashing the plane, the fight scene, the whole mechanic where they suck the air out of the room. It's fun. I, I was having fun with it. Good action great action there
1: it definitely it felt like that whole thing was a little forced it felt like i don't know how to describe it exactly but it felt like the real parts of the movie that were like super important to the storyline and stuff it felt like that whole scene was just I don't know like they didn't give their a effort on mm. it if you know what i mean it's like it really all of that was just set up so that he could be going in reverse later inverted back through that situation so. and you realize that he ran into uh. himself but other than that you don't really feel like what they're doing is important like you said it doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about the reasoning that they're doing okay. it. but then it like it's really cool later when the reveal is is there it's like oh that's so cool But it's like the whole situation isn't as cool. And I don't know. This is where I feel like Inception did some of those same kind of things, but I felt really good about what they were doing. It made more sense, I guess. If you remember like the the dream and a dream and a dream, there was like all those situations where they're like setting up, but it like made more sense. Like when he's like strapping them with bombs in the room and the room's like tumbling. It's like this actually makes sense why this is happening. It's not only a cool thing that they're doing, but it also makes sense, and this one, it's the same kind of thing where it's like, this is really cool, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like a bad idea so, to make
0: way for a good idea, so they contrive yeah, one thing to make one a cool thing,
1: thing work. inside of not so cool yeah. of a thing. It's like th- this. It sounds cool on paper, but I don't know. It just it feels contrived. I guess would be a way of putting yeah. it when it's actually when you're actually watching. It's like, well. I don't there, know.
0: The purpose for that didn't really justify itself. Yeah, uh, I uh, definitely. I mean, I definitely was feeling it.
1: It felt like a plane slowly taxiing into a building. It's like it would have been cool if you guys had flown it into that, but <laughs> maybe a little uh, bit more
0: dramatic, know. as they would have said. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess
1: he was he he was stuck to the you know real effects thing too. So yeah. Can only do so much with real
0: effects. That's exactly right. I think that does. I think Nolan sometimes does need to kind of get over it a little bit and kind of give way to that because they they use a lot of composite effects and like special effects shots in Inception, where it's not so much CGI. There's definitely some CGI there, which really enhanced it, whereas if he was using models, it may have not looked as cool. Um, Okay, so I feel like at that point, this point in the movie, I feel like I'm a little bit more. I'm a little bit more, like, <laughs> anchored in, still confused. But once we meet Sator, I feel like the movie starts to slow down at that point. I mean, I don't know. It's it's. I think in a movie where you establish a villain, it starts to kind of ground itself a little bit where you're like, okay, there it is. There's the bad guy. There's the bad guy. Yeah. He's the one who need to stop. Okay, great. Got it. And you can kind of go and, and instead the movie feels, like, more anchored when it has a an antagonist you can point to sometimes especially in these espionage movies you know
1: it felt like they really dragged out you like meeting him oh yeah it was almost like this like shadowy figure for a little while
0: and it seemed like he could have just I was walked in if
1: we were ever gonna meet him yeah i felt like he was gonna be like behind the curtain kind of thing
0: and then once you meet him he's like he's there he's not like he's trying to be then he's like yeah he's
1: like yeah he's not shadowy at all anymore it's just yeah it doesn't seem like anyone's trying to... in your face
0: um, he, he, Kenneth Branagh in this role, he, he's, uh, he's something he, he, he plays it pretty big, uh, compared to everyone else in this movie. I mean, he's kind of always gives performances like this that are kind of big acting with a capital A performances, <laughs> but I, yeah. I found him entertaining. I, 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 I liked him a lot in this. I mean, you're not supposed to like him. You want him dead, but. You know, in in that way,
1: he had this creepy, dark air to him, which I think fit well with the movie. Yeah.
0: This like simmering anger where he's just like,
1: yeah, you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Several times. I'm like, is he going to shoot her? (laughs) I feel like he's (laughs) going to shoot her. And he does (laughs) eventually. (laughs) Yeah. He gets around to it. (laughs) I don't really know why in those parts we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but I'm not sure why in those parts he didn't just kill her. Yeah. But I don't know. He's a, he's a strange one to kind of figure out where he is with her because it, it feels like he hates her in some parts and then in other parts it's like he has a soft spot for her.
0: Yeah, a lot of it's I think he's he's super possessive and it's like he doesn't yeah. want to let go of a thing. That, and that's what she is to him, kind of like more of a thing. No one can have you. Yeah. That whole line. God. You know, they really impress you on that. <laughs>
1: and I think that obviously plays into the whole plot of the entire movie it's like that's the reason why he's willing to end the world because yes if he can't have the world then no one can exactly i mean we very uh bond villain
0: very oh my god hardcore he yeah. would fit right in in like a daniel craig bond movie or any bond movie for it wasn't he
1: in a bond movie
0: maybe kenneth brana uh
1: he would definitely be good in one if he has not oh been yeah he'd
0: be right at home uh, was...
1: oh he was in dunkirk that's mm-hmm. right that's where i know yeah him. Yeah,
0: has a uh, he worked with uh, Nolan beyond Dunkirk? I don't think so. I guess not.
1: I'm looking through his stuff. I I don't see. I mean, that. He will
0: now. That's for sure. I mean, when he was in Harry Potter. Yep. Yeah,
1: I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: he's uh, he's in those uh, murder m- murder on the Orient Express, and he's gonna be in oh
1: Wild Wild West.
0: Oh my God. He's he's Doctor Lovelace. Captain Lovelace. Oh that's right. He was wasn't he? dr arliss you Legis. don't go any bigger than than loveless and <laughs> no. freaking wild wild west it's hard to go bigger than that isn't it <laughs> that is great. a big performance
1: i completely forgot about that i know that face now he didn't have much of a body in that movie but i know that face. <laughs> <laughs> i did not great. expect
0: wild wild west to make its way into this podcast I know. But there it is i completely forgot <laughs> yeah.
1: outstanding um he should have been in Die Another Day or and, uh, No Time to Die, yep. <laughs> whatever the name of this movie is. <laughs> He'd be so good in a Bond movie. Y- yeah, he'll work his way into one. He played this character really well.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it, there's a lot that you immediately understand here because these are like the human relationships, right, between him and his wife. And it's like, yeah, you kind of get this, kind of get him. And that kind of helped me a little bit, even though still, I, I mean, the plot slowed down a little bit. But still, when things come up, I'm still kind of like, okay, so... He thinks that the weapon is like a plutonium. At this point, is that right? That's what the protagonist believes at this point. That whatever's going to trigger this has to do with the plutonium.
1: Wait, <laughs> what? I'm confused, even. What? Which part
0: are you talking about? Isn't he like okay? I'm. I'm going to help you steal
1: the two forty one. Yeah, is that
0: the, is that plutonium or is that a bomb? Or is it both?
1: No, I, th- I think I think it's plutonium. Okay, yeah. so he's
0: like, I'm gonna.
1: It's a certain type of plutonium, they say, in in the one part.
0: And so he's like, I'm gonna help you get this, but it ends up being part of this algorithm thing that we come to find, right?
1: Yeah, a nine-step algorithm formula. It
0: doesn't make any sense to me. Formula. And like, I'm like, how does he get it? Like, when they say algorithm there's so much things that are like it's hard to kind of grasp and so when he says oh we're going for the algorithm like how do you even go for that isn't that just like an equation or whatever but no it ends up being like a bunch of bits of garbage and i'm like that's the algorithm and so so that that was your impression
1: that that thing at the end was all the parts together that was
0: my impression
1: okay you may be right to where they were going to blow it up. I wasn't completely confident of that. So they were
0: going to use the bomb to trigger the algorithm, and it.
1: They were going to bo- They were going to bury it. Yeah, and that's what Tenet was trying to do. They were trying Tenet to. Tennet was trying it. to
0: bury it in the original. And uh, the team who's trying to destroy the universe or whatever is was trying to basically activate it with that bomb, basically like that.
1: Like the singularity is that what they call? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Something like that. That was
1: confusing. It was it was very confusing when uh uh Aaron Taylor Johnson pointed his gun at him. Yeah. It's like, "Wait, what is happening?" Exactly. And then he wasn't double crossing them.
0: <laughs> it's like, but like he explained it after the fact and he's like and he's like, "Oh, because you have yeah. no word i've seen it, I have to kill." I'm like, "Oh, okay. So it was super confusing in the moment. By the way, no,
1: none of us can live." Yeah.
0: I had no idea freaking Aaron Taylor Johnson was going to be in this movie. He's kind of disappeared, and I first I didn't recognize him. I had to like look at him. I was like, "He's so good." Man, Aaron Taylor man. Johnson. He is a good actor. I don't know
1: why he doesn't get more roles. I
0: don't know. I
1: especially plays that. Oh, you know, he was in that soldier movie um, where he steps on a landmine. That was one I recently saw on Jesus. him. in. Or the wall? No, sorry. He's he's pinned down behind a wall. There's two movies. And I was getting him confused. But he's pinned behind a wall, and there's a sniper that holds him down. Okay. It's really cool. You should watch it. It's called The The Wall.
0: wall, (laughs) Not the one with uh, Matt Damon. (laughs) No. No!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not the wall, Jordan.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, a lot of this stuff that happens here I get, but not fully. It's one of those things where it's like I get – the like the basic idea of what's happening. A
1: second watch would probably go. Oh (laughs) yeah.
0: It's just like the mechanisms in which they pull a lot of this stuff off and what, how it happens. I am very confused, but the basic like beats I'm like, okay, he thinks it's going to be the plutonium ends up being a part of the, of the algorithm that he loses it. She gets shot with the inverted bullet, which is bad. He tries.
1: I guess because it's because it's passing through you backwards, and so it's a much larger. Oh yeah, like it's the wrong side of the bullet.
0: Oh god, I I don't know. Oh yeah, that's why. Like where the entry room wound would be, it was like it was like all
1: kinds of stuff. Yeah, because I guess if the bullet broke up when it went through you, then those severed pieces would be coming back through you again.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. We're we're justifying things that are confusing (laughs) and. Fiction.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. all of this is basically just to have, be an example as to that you can't change anything, right? Because he tries to go back be like, no, no, I'm going to get that thing so he doesn't get it. I kind of – it's my fault that he has it. I'm going to try to get it. And it doesn't work. Yeah. It, it's basically just to show you, okay, it's that kind of time travel. It's that whatever happened, happened kind of time travel that, you know.
1: But – she didn't kill him in the original the first time through. Did she not? Right. Or did he always die there? I don't think she did. Because he said well, she... Well, that's, that's what's confusing. Because she she came back to the boat and left her son there. But then she did see him later. You know what I'm but saying? But
0: that's the past one, right? And...
1: Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. That That's what's confusing. So confusing. <laughs> if she did literally go back in time and change it, then... You know, the future would be different. Mm. So, in that case, she would have actually changed it. But, you know, is it two different timelines? That's the confusing that part. That is, so.
0: yeah, exceptionally confusing.
1: And oh boy, I mean, any any time any type of time traveling movie is just it's not going to be. You, you really can't explain it because it's it's beyond our reality. Yeah, so this is we're just making up fiction basically whenever we explain but it. But I will
0: say this is the most. Confusing time travel movie I've ever seen in my entire life, bar none, bar freaking none. I always feel like I have some grasp on what they're doing. Interstellar was very confusing. Interstellar was, but like time was only a part of that. Which like, but I feel like it was very important
1: in the end. Was very though, important in the end. It was very confusing. But I feel
0: like constantly in this movie we're meant to understand its time travel mechanism for like the entire second half. I'm like grappling with the time travel because at first. Cause in the beginning it's like, you don't, you're the, as we said, the whole inversion thing isn't so prominent in like the, the first 50% of the movie, it's more like getting the plot going and figuring out w- where we need to go <laughs> and getting there. So this,
1: this may be a waste of time, but I'm going to try to explain a concept that I've read in my, <laughs> my uh, quantum physics okay. books. So the, the idea of a, uh, gravity having an effect on time i think is partially what nolan's going with this whole idea that radioactivity could somehow change Mm -hmm. time so if you are if you are looking you know obviously you can't do this but if you're looking at someone from here on another planet and that planet is 10 times the size of earth for you time is moving at a certain time Mm -hmm. you know one, one second equals one second for us well That person up there, because the gravitational pull of that planet is much stronger, time will move faster for them. So for every second, they basically, you, you let's say theoretically, you could actually see them. You would see them age at 10 times the rate of what we're aging here because of that gravitational pull. Okay. Scary. And that's what's super confusing. So I guess the idea is that the, you know, the radioactivity of this certain... Radioactive isotope will somehow be able to reverse time when it is embedded inside of the material of a bullet, mm, a gun, okay. whatever it is. And so, the thing that doesn't make any sense is how are you activating it? Because it almost feels like you're activating it with your mind, which is some X Men stuff, and it's just yeah, complete. Where it's fiction. like, oh no, you have to you be know, dropping it's not based it, on anything. I'm
0: like, Wait, what? If you haven't done that, yeah, it was... that
1: that's the part what? that the, they didn't explain at all. Exactly, <laughs> that's
0: where my mind went. Like, poof. I can buy.
1: I can buy that there's some type of material that if embedded inside the metal could change something because that, you know, the fact that gravity can change time. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, so that is a real concept that, you know, time changes differently in our galaxy, depending on the rate of gravitational yeah. pull. So that's interesting. Um, so, yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't explain how you're able to activate it. Like, how are you able to control it like Magneto? That's the weird part. (laughs) Exactly. If you're just going to be like have Magneto powers, then okay, you know, that's fine. But if you're just going to say, yeah, well, this is an inverted bullet. And you're able to pull it up with your mind. Yeah. It's like what?
0: It made more sense to me when the person was inverted and like everything that they did was inverted rather than that's an inverted gun and you have to like do something special to make it do that thing. And I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: Because they went through the machine and the machine, you know, would have injected you know, it would have radioactivated them or something like that's okay. It's a giant microwave or something, you know, that can, that can somehow make some kind of sense. It's still crazy, confusing and hard to buy, but at least it makes some kind of sense. I wish they'd have been like, if you wear this glove, then you can, you know, have power over the inverted. Object. Yes. This
0: is an inverted glove. Here you go. And then it like, that's, yeah. and weird. this has
1: effect over inverted objects all over the world, but they didn't do that at all. It's just, you dropped y- it. Look. oh like, what?
0: no oh yeah. what <laughs> yeah
1: yeah explain to me why like give me an actual reason don't just say you have to feel like you dropped it like
0: what no so how timed like trap the act of like actually going to the past works here so it they go back to the event where you know satar or whatever his name is
1: it works in real time, which is interesting. Yeah, I think this is one of the first movies where that's done. That you'll get way. in a
0: machine and like put an in, input a number. Yeah. No, it's like if I had to go fifty years in the past, I'd have to sit here, be inverted, sit here and wait fifty yeah. years.
1: Fifty years. And just yeah. wait, and then. But you would still age, right? I, yeah, I mean, you'd just... still
0: age. You're not aging in reverse, yeah. are you? No.
1: So it's the only useful thing about it would be to undo a recent mistake
0: if you can (laughs) basically
1: yeah so i chopped my arm off can i be inverted for a second (laughs) please so i can undo that because that sucked
0: (laughs) in the world and you can encounter your past self obviously i mean that always and
1: then you're like (laughs) adam's come together or something annihilation
0: is what he said yeah yeah what does I that mean know. i wanted to see
1: it happen annihilation for everyone or just you? yeah
0: i wanted to see it happen yeah. oh, oh i'm getting sucked Whoa. in <laughs> annihilation <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, if it was just for, and that's why you don't touch yourself in the past. <laughs> if it
0: was just okay, I won't do that. <laughs> if it was the entire world, that's that what that's what Sattar's plot would be. He just meet himself, be like, "Is it time?" <laughs> yes, and he just give himself a high five. <laughs> Boom!
1: Zooms out on Let's the world. Let's do this full on explosion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, high five! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Credits roll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the
1: alternate ending. How it should have ended. We just wrote oh my it. <laughs> God.
0: Probably one of the most confusing things for, for me is the pincer move at, that they do at the end. That's so confusing to me. Oh my God. I don't understand it. Like, I know that they're doing the same operation, but one waits until it's yeah. over and then does it in reverse, and then one does it in real time. But
1: to- no they both are arriving at the same time but it's just one yeah that's what's so confusing one well if you think about it so when they went through the machine everything was happening that had been happening right
0: yeah
1: it just was happening in reverse
0: mm. oh man and who are they fighting there
1: that's so confusing it's, it's so, so confusing. confusing that
0: part to me it's yeah. just I've tried thinking about it so much. I've, I've literally watched a YouTube video just to explain that one part to me and I still don't freaking get it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: That part is the one part that makes me feel like a freaking idiot. A lot of the other parts, I'm like, okay, I just missed something. But that part, I'm like, I've... Because
1: mul- they even say, like, you have to rethink the way you think about time.
0: I know. And then I'm like, to what end? What is like... <laughs> oh god. Because, I mean, we find out that Neil, that's 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 the end for him. That's where he dies. He basically dies helping them at the end there. That's hit the end for him. Right? <laughs> oh my god. I think
1: oh so. My. I think we can confidently say so. <laughs> by the way we? they were Well, by the way they were kind of talking, I think they were trying to like wrap that up and make that emotional. Yeah. So that's what I thought was so cool about it. I I just I love the way Neil like tied into everything, basically everything that had happened to him, all the way back to the beginning yeah, of the movie. It,
0: it was a good moment. It was a good moment. I'm, I'm very confused about it still, but it is a good. It still works. You get the idea of it, but the mechanisms of it, I, I'm still my. I'm reeling over what <laughs> I get the red. He sees the red string, and that's his, or whatever. That's to identify that that's yep. who that guy was. He had
1: saved him yeah. in the opera.
0: Yes. In the opera.
1: Because he knew he would need him later. Yes, because he... So I think that's another... No, sorry to interrupt you. Um, I, I think that's another example of that you can change things in the mm, past. Okay. Because if he hadn't done that, you know, he wouldn't have entered the tenant program and been tortured. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange thing. It was like, are you going to run him over by a train? Why are we at the train station?
0: Pulling out every Why are we single on the one of his teeth. <laughs> My God. I'm concerned about Like
1: I said I still don't understand what was happening in that operation like why why I don't know I <laughs> don't know Why was he like bringing bring, in, bring uh, the Ameri- wake up the Americans I guess it was like a cooperation with Ukraine There was like the Russian Russia agencies and then the
0: American CIA that was like going in and trying to slip in as one of them They were them.
1: trying to act like they were part of it and
0: again then, to one end you know, i don't know i don't know who that guy is and so i'm not allowed to understand at this point
1: (laughs) it's you know sometimes i I would say christopher nolan sacrifices character building for just like flashy fast action and and i think that was an example of it where it you know there's i I feel like i would have enjoyed the pre-story but i also enjoyed like quickly getting into the action so it's like i don't know i'm kind of torn i would have liked to have understand it better but i also like the fact that it's just like here we go
0: yeah it was a great intro i mean like a lot of the things that were presented here are confusing on its face like the pincer movement at the end that's just confusing no matter how carefully they try to explain it to you really i mean it's just so confusing and then how did Neil invert himself mid thing? Like what? I know. And he's like, Hey guys, what's up? I'm like, wait, what? How about th- 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 I thought you were in. Yeah, exactly. And then there's things that like, are some, some of the things are needlessly um, confusing where it's like, Oh yeah. You explained to me like the painting. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I can be explained to that yeah. in 10 seconds, but like, it's just there to be needlessly confusing and just not, I don't yeah. know. It's strange. Huh? <sighs> but (laughs) yeah i mean the an important thing is though even though i have a lot of questions and i'm very confused i'm not i get what happens at the end like i still even though again the mechanisms behind how i'm extremely confused but i do understand what was achieved at the end and like yeah and like what happened you know i know that i know the results of it, but a lot of like how it occurred is, r- at this moment, <laughs> beyond me.
1: I loved how they were just dragging his body through the oh water. Oh my god! Behind the boat, it was like in case you thought he might be able to come back.
0: <laughs> There's no freaking way that boy gone It was brutal enough. <laughs> there was there was an audible. I made an audible. Oh, when he fell off that boat <laughs> after getting shot, just <laughs> it's like damn. That's like in
1: case you were wondering and and there he is i
0: almost (laughs) expected like a cartoon iris to go over it. there he goes (laughs) exactly so i mean the it's revealed like the protagonist he's the one who founds he's the founder of Tenet, right
1: i guess (laughs) (laughs) i know it's so (laughs) weird It's like things are founded in the future, but then they come back to the past to, like, do things. And I guess Neil was the one, like, tasked with going back to, like, bring the protagonist forward. That's what was so confusing. It's always
0: weird to me when something is set in motion by something in the future to be like, oh, you're the one who – you're the founder of Tenet. Well, where did that idea come from? From future you. Well, where did –
1: yeah." <laughs> and, and like like the terminator is a fairly simple concept yeah. but it it has gotten crazy confusing with each new movie yeah it's like wait is he dead in this one yet or is he going to die
0: yeah is his mom dead terminator <laughs> i think is more like like uh silly in a way where it's like, well, the, this movie counts and the other movies don't count, or and a lot of it does I don't think makes sense no matter who you are. Whereas I think Nolan, I do feel like he has some understanding of what's going on. I just think it's, it's.
1: I just mean it's the same kind of confusing where it's like future yeah. actions are supposed to affect past, and it's like what, yeah.
0: Mm, Luke. Mm.
1: <laughs> Overall, I mean. I enjoy movies that are confusing and and super deep though. So like as much as it might frustrate me that I don't understand every concept in this movie, I kind of like that about it. (laughs) Yeah, no, there is something very
0: intriguing. I love time travel stuff. And obviously Christopher Nolan does too, but yeah, yeah. It's just in a way that, you know, I've never seen before. And so we're having to really (laughs) break it down. And again, Home release. Home release is where <laughs> uh, these ideas will.
1: It'd be interesting to see how long, how long this stays in theaters. Yeah, I sure hope it does well this weekend. Yeah, it was not doing well our night. No, in our theater exactly. It was as cl- there was probably twelve people. It was in as there. close
0: as we could get to like a private screening where I, I mean, yep. especially where we were sitting, me and Amber, we felt like we were alone in the theater, which. I mean, for my, my way of being, that's great. I love being like, oh, man, there's yeah. no one bothering me. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not close to anyone. I didn't
1: hear a single person talk, so that was exactly. awesome. Exactly. I
0: never hear a peep. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it it wrapped up nicely, and I, and I did kind of feel like the, ooh, you know, like I the, the feel, you yeah. know, not like a bad car, magic trick where you don't even know that a trick has occurred. You see the trick. You're impressed by it. But a lot of the mechanizations of how it occurred is completely lost on me. But yeah, I enjoy like like we're talking right now. I enjoy talking to you about it. It's uh, it's a lot. It was that that that's fun in that regard to kind of talk about the ideas. I'm sure there's gonna be ten thousand tenant explained videos that oh, yeah. are on YouTube. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's some yeah. right now.
1: Well, we just did kind of one <laughs> we explained some Ooh, of it
0: yeah that is
1: much as i understood <laughs> of it
0: exactly it's like we tried to kind of help ourselves out here
1: watch it again that's what i would recommend in the end
0: yeah i'm gonna <laughs> have to i'm 100 probably have to.
1: understand more the second time
0: yeah i mean i i think there's gonna be people who are way better off watching this and be like yeah i understand you freaking idiots i don't think that's gonna be a high Ideal. percentage of the population that's okay yeah, I feel like we did. We're not the smartest. No, if you understand it no. better. Well, well done. done, congratulations. <laughs> we did the best we could. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, always great to see a Nolan movie. It was great to see. I'm glad we got to see it in theaters. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> I think about that. That about does it. I mean, what what what's the next movie that we're gonna be seeing?
1: That is the question, isn't it? new mutants was no was not that one no time to die comes out in november so it's a little ways off yeah uh, definitely looking forward to that one
0: agreed i mean it might be a bit of a gap here between uh, now and our next spoiler cast but definitely no time to die will be among them i mean i don't i don't really remember when wonder woman or black widow comes out i think one of them comes out in october and one of them comes out in november i'm just not sure but either way we'll be here we'll be here for it all to we'll understand that movie a whole lot better i guarantee it i guess wonder woman that's the wonder next woman, one. okay
1: october 7th. No, that's
0: not too bad that's that's it's like a month away so, okay great fantastic wonder woman all right we'll be there for wonder woman 88
1: that's right
0: huh, i guess that does it luke you got anything you want to say about tenant before we uh close out
1: I think it's well worth a watch. I mean, you know, I, it's, it's definitely not Nolan's best. Um, mm-hmm. but like I said, if you're into sci-fi, if you're into like mind bending things, I mean, I guess we've done a whole spoiler cast. So anybody who's watched this far has probably already seen <laughs> yeah, the movie, but, uh, I don't know. I was, I've been looking forward to it for a long time, so I'm excited. I'm just glad to talk about it. Glad to finally see it after so many delays. So, what an awful year to release a movie. But I'm glad he finally was able to get it out. And I, I sure hope he makes his money back yeah. and makes a decent amount on it because I, I think creators need to be rewarded for their effort, especially this kind of effort. So
0: I agree. I agree. And, you know, it's like you said I can't imagine anyone would be listening to the spoiler version of this. I can't imagine what that what that experience would be like.
1: Yeah. Probably not very enjoyable. No,
0: it would be like looking at an abstract painting, (laughs) basically. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, yeah, I guess that does it. Well, we'll be here next time. If you've uh, watched this video, like and subscribe, do all those things. And if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes or Spotify, give us a decent review. And uh, yeah, (laughs) we'll catch you next week with whatever shenanigans we pull. (laughs) That's right. All right. We'll see you guys later.